Pinchers, welcome back to another episode of Just a Quick Pinch. I'm your host, Connie Wang. I have Jimmy back for a traditional chief complaints. Jimmy, it's been a couple weeks since you've been yeah. on. What have Has you been it up been to? It's been actually. I found your replacements for the last couple of weeks. Okay. Um, what? How was your Thanksgiving? Tell everyone. Thanksgiving was pretty good. We had our, our nice uh, Thanksgiving with your family. With my with, family. Uh, what was your was favorite great. dish? Um, and keep in mind, mom and dad are listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, always like the, like, is it a spring roll or is it? Oh, a, yeah, yeah. Call, my mom's We call rolls. that a spring roll? Okay. Okay. My mom makes the most phenomenal spring rolls. Though and I was then, actually, when I walked into the kitchen on mm-hmm. Thanksgiving morning, I was so excited when yeah. I saw a plate of those. Because, like, the turkey's kind of like a given. Like, you know the turkey's going to be there. Yeah. The I would say the bulk of what know. I had was spring rolls. Because, like, <laughs> like, we only got, like, I think we got to take them, like, one as a leftover. Yeah, no, That's we, like, ate most were. of them there. Yeah, no, they're they're definitely a yeah, hit. Because you could just, like, I feel like we got in there and your mom just kind of threw one into my hand. Yeah. And I was like, I guess I'm eating this. <laughs> and then at the end, she snuck some oranges into our bag. <laughs> That was the funniest thing that Jimmy said. If any of you guys are children of Asian parents or like immigrant parents out there, you guys understand that fruit oh, is yes. an immigrant parent's love language. So Jimmy was like, he was like, yeah, like as I was leaving, I don't know what happened. I just turned around and then your mom just snuck around a corner and shoved a bunch of oranges into our bags. Yeah, and I was just like, "That's so on she, brand." She put pocketed us. She <laughs> put pocketed. Yeah. yeah, she's a little sneaky like that. <laughs> it was uh, it's pretty funny. Although I prefer that to the times where we get to the end of the driveway and then she calls and she's like, "I have oranges <laughs> and pears," uh, and you're like, "You're like." <sighs> Well, because, you guys, my driveway is it's long. so Like, we long. might as well be in a new state by the time we get to the house. My parents' driveway. driveway is, like, at least 600 feet long. It's winding. There's Once a lot you of sticks. Get, um, a lot of sticks. It's very winding. Dad hasn't exactly cleaned the leaves Hey, don't make him recently. feel bad. He's so busy. Dad, Jimmy's <laughs> no, kidding. No, we know you're busy. No, okay, Jimmy's kidding. But it's just funny, because, like, my mom will literally will be at the end of the driveway where it's, it's not like, we can't be like, oh, sorry, we're already in Massachusetts. Like, mm-hmm. we could turn around. Like, for, and for it to could. be oranges and pears, which we could normally buy. Yeah. So anyways, now we're back for answering your chief complaints, our listener submitted advice segment of the week. So wait, first of all, I just have to say thank you so much for everyone for sharing us on your Spotify raft. It totally made my day. Jimmy was like, you need to like get off your phone. Like I was having so much fun seeing everyone tag us in the Spotify raft. Truly, it is the greatest honor, you guys. I wait every single year, 365 days. <laughs> a year for this and so you guys made it so special so thank you so anyways okay now on spotify wrapped is the closest thing that normal it's like people the oscars get to an me. oscar yeah, yeah no like... literally <laughs> i'm like thank you so much for listening and everyone's like bitch like it's not that big of a deal but okay so anyways thank you for yesterday but today's chief complaint of the week our pincher submitted dear connie and jimmy i need help with seasonal depression tips how do we get through the winter the cold dark dreariness i think so the main reason why i want to do this episode today you may be like connie it's like the most cheery time of the year we're like ending fall it's the holiday season like why would we have seasonal depression now like maybe you might be thinking oh it happens more in january and stuff but Research, research actually says that you have to like start treating your seasonal depression in the fall. It starts in the fall because mm-hmm. the fall is when you start making the action items and you get the habits set up. So that way when the winter does come and you full force feel the seasonal depression or whatever it is, 
that you feel ready because you already have the habits, you already have the group. So what I mean by this is one way to start working on the seasonal depression now is choosing your fun hobbies or joining your clubs and doing your community type things and like friend outings to establish that habit. So for example, Jimmy and I have been winding up for this since the summer. Uh, we were part of like our trivia group. We always do trivia. So basically now is the time people to join your clubs, find friends and like hunker down together because when the winter comes, then you'll already have established systems in place and be like, oh, it's okay that it's dark and gloomy out. I already know every Thursday we go to blah, blah, blah. So what is something we should start doing, Jimmy, to prepare? Well, I do weekly soup. That's kind of my thing. But I want to join like a weekly club of some sort. Like yeah. I want to join a book club. Do any of your work friends have an interest in a book club? Or um, maybe that's a good idea. You could do like a remote book club. Well, with, I thought about doing Connie's like, book club on the oh, on the podcast. I think that sounds fun. But the only problem is like we're all so busy. I don't know if I could hold myself accountable to that. How? So I guess a book club kind of like the you should finish it within the month, right? I think that's kind of how it goes. Club? No, it's going to be 12 months of reading one book yeah. <laughs> chapter well, by chapter. Could it be... That's a well, good point. Yeah, what if you did a bi-monthly one? I think two months. No, because you lose steam on things if you're not like monthly accountable. Trust me. I think two months is something that I could keep accountable. You think? There's going to be a couple late nights finishing that book. Okay, but like all in good or fun, all in the name of it. the plot of the book just to... I'm going to totally spark notes it. If it's anything like English in high school, I'm totally just going to spark yeah. notes it. <laughs> it's kind of sad. Like, I, There's something about reading a book that uh-huh. if I was in a book club, like, I would have to. No, yeah, because you're a little rule follower. <laughs> yeah. But like I spark noted things in school all the time. Like, Side note, if you're a rule reading. follower, I didn't mean for that to sound mean. It's just I'm not a rule follower, really. Yeah. But th- that's why Jimmy and I compliment each other well. So, okay, the first thing is start in the fall. For anyone listening, join your clubs now. Join your book clubs. Find your friends. Ooh, you want? You know what? What I wanted to do more of was like dinner parties. So maybe you could do like, like plan dinner parties with your friend, plan themed. My friend Gigi last month she planned a a goth like Halloween party and it was so much fun to have like a little theme like now is the time where you should get a little silly and start making your plans okay or let's say you don't want to get silly what if you did community service that was like one of the options when I was researching like Mm -hmm. fun things to get out of the house for for seasonal depression like volunteering at a soup kitchen or like um donating stuff to a pantry like this is all very easy stuff that will make you feel a lot better because you're giving back and it's one way to integrate like tradition and habit into your into your fall yeah and i would say i think doing that kind of volunteer work makes sense i think for us and maybe for our healthcare kind of you know folks out there Mm -hmm. you said this yesterday Mm -hmm. we get home and we've already kind of like been pretty drained just because we're interacting with human beings all day Mm -hmm. so finding volunteer work where you can still be of assistance to yeah but there's not so much pressure without as much uh, and maybe like less human interaction or like Mm -hmm. uh you know because serving soup but serving soup yeah that's nice and simple but maybe even you don't have to do that like you're helping (gasps) in the back or something so then you can not socially drain yourself more. Chop the carrots yeah, yeah, to go into the soup. Some, I have yeah. a good idea. You Back in high school, <laughs> you're like, I should put, because Jimmy's so sick of me making soup. He's like, can you make something besides soup? Jimmy's just going to one day blindfold me, drop me off at a soup kitchen yeah. and be like, here, make some soup for people. You know who else is sick of eating soup? Oh. The people at the soup kitchen. <laughs> I suppose. Well, they don't just eat soup. But yeah. you should do. I've actually served lunch at a soup kitchen before. You guys should do what I used to do in high school where we would bake cookies and then donate them to like the homeless places and stuff yeah. like that. 
um, which I don't know if like you're supposed to because cookies like aren't that nutritious, but like it's a nice thoughtful thing. Like maybe make some food at home that you can donate to your local homeless shelter or donate somewhere. Oh, another really good volunteer thing that people are always looking for. Um, your local senior centers, they're always looking for people to like spread some cheer, chat with the senior citizens. If you play musical instruments, give them a little holiday concert. My parents used to like have me do that. They would basically drop me off at the senior center. Now, granted, this was all in the name of college applications, but I did truly enjoy it. It made me really happy. You um, were the savant piano kid? Yes, they would drop me off at the senior center during the lunch hour. Or were you playing your clarinet? No, only only the piano. Okay. I was in a I was a normie clarinet player, okay. but um, I, I was a really good piano player. So they would like sit me down in the corner with the grand piano, and during lunch I would play like Claire de la Lune and like all these like classic piano songs for the senior citizens. So all to say is you don't have to become besties with the people that you're out there socializing with. Sometimes like a good fall habit to help you with seasonal depression could just be volunteering. Yeah. Um. Other things, I said fall indoor activities that don't focus on what you're missing outside because part of seasonal depression, at least if you're in the Northeast where we are, maybe not so much in the warmer places, but in the Northeast, you feel like you're missing out on outside time when it's dark. So by choosing things after, like when it, when it becomes darker at nighttime, choosing activities that you don't need to be outside for and you actually can't be outside for, like going to museums and holiday concerts and bookstores, mm -hmm. that is cool because it's like, oh, I'm not missing out. I'm just, I chose to be here. And it's like, I'm not missing out. I'm going bowling. Yeah, bowling is such a good one. We love bowling. Great wintertime activity. Something you would yeah. never want to do in the summertime. Because you're like, oh, I'm busy like being outside. But yeah, the winter is a great time for ice skating, bowling, rollerblading. Um, I will... Another point I want to make, though, a juxtaposition to this is if there is daylight, say it's on the weekend, it's really good to like lean into winter sports that like you could only do in the winter. So this is like like snowshoeing, hiking, skiing, like it's a fun time. And I feel like the the most of my tips today will, will center around the fact that it's not about concealing where we currently are. It's about accentuating and appreciating and enjoying where we currently are in the winter. I see. Yeah, so like skiing. Yeah, so so we should go skiing even though you're afraid you're going to I'm just break so afraid wrist. to break my wrist. I just need to make sure that my hands are insured. Let's get you some wrist guards. Yeah, wrist uh, guards. Um, or snowshoeing. I really want to do snowshoeing, like snow hiking. You can you can see little bunny tracks in the thing. It's fun. We can see bunny tracks in our backyard. <laughs> this is true. So, okay. Other than that, Jimmy, you had a really good tip that uh, you brought up, that you learned from Huberman Lab. Can yeah. you go into this? Um, so I forget the exact science that he explained it, something with the cones and the rods and your eyes. Mm -hmm. uh, but Cones are for color. Part, yeah, but part of uh, you know how you know sunlight and vitamin D kind of works is you need to actually kind of get visual contact with the sun. It doesn't have to be like direct stare at the sun, mm -hmm. but uh, even in overcast weather, like it often is in the wintertime, there's still plenty of sun coming mm -hmm. through. And if you just take a little bit of time to kind of look up at the sky, kind of towards where the sun is coming from and allow yourself to get that exposure for five, ten minutes in the morning, that's also been uh, shown to be very helpful for uh, regulating mood and kind of, especially, you know, we're in New England where it's dark. When we go to work, well, and it's dark. When we get home. And it's overcast half the time. The thing that blew my mind, or raining, yeah, on, uh, during the only time you could be outside. No, the thing that blew my mind about your tip was that this works even when it's overcast and rainy. Like you just need like the because we don't think of sunlight as like 
overcast, we think of sunlight as like bright beach weather, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just, but like we're not yeah. aware that the sun can shine through the clouds and the rain. Exactly. Like that's how people are able to get sunburns when they're going skiing. And yeah. Stuff. And stuff like that. Uh, so, okay. So that's a good tip. Make sure you make time. One of my tips for that is like, it's easy during lunch break to just be like, I just want to eat and sit and scroll on my phone. But one thing you can do is like sit in your car or like run light errands. A lot of the docs that I work with during lunch, they like run errands and go shopping and like random stuff like that. Like just like getting out into the world to kind of break up your day. And that's a good way to get some sun into your mm-hmm. life. Um, another thing. So like I said, you got to lean into it. Okay. So by the time the sun goes down, I'm full cozy economy mode. Jimmy can attest to this. I'm like turning off all the big overhead lights. I'm turning on all the little lamps, the accessory lamps, little fairy lights and the, and the candles. Like I'm not, I don't want overhead light because that's kind of a stark reminder that there is no light. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you turn on little lamps and little candles and things like that, it feels again, like I'm making the active choice to get cozy. It's like a fun little sleepover ritual thing instead of being like, Oh, it's dark. So the main problems with winter are that it's the three words. It's cold, it's dark, and it's dry. Yeah. So, you know, what I was thinking as I was preparing for this episode, something what? that makes me feel so much better in the winter is combating be... the dry feeling. So I'm like, do you see how shiny my lips are right now? So shiny. It's because I'm slathering my lips with balm. I'm slathering my body with body lotion and body butters. I'm, what else am I doing? Um, basically, no wonder you smell so Thank you. So basically, I thought it was your pheromones. Guess not. No, he's like, I thought it was meant to be. No, it's Sol de Janeiro. So basically, <laughs> um, the best part, the, the best way to kind of combat the dry, horrible feeling is giving your body like a nice little sensory feel. You smell better. You feel better. You're meant to be moisturized, not dry. So that's like one thing that I think a lot of people don't think about in the winter. So gift yourself some nice body butter, some nice lip therapy. Also, by the way, you said you ran out of the ocean body wash. There's tons of that in the shower. What were you talking about? No, that's ocean lotion. Why is that in the shower? I don't know. You put it there. No, actually. I didn't. When, are you allowed to have lotion in the shower? No, you're not supposed to have lotion in the shower. I mean, I haven't been using it for anything. It's just there. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw that as I was showering and I was like, he just asked me for a new one. Yeah, that's no, cool. That's lotion. Okay, well, take out the lotion and start using it because that'll help you with your seasonal depression. I don't okay. know. Okay. Next thing. So you guys know, I already talked about this, how much I love soup. But let me make a case for the soup. Okay, Joey. No. I made this whole episode. You're done. You're this cut is off. my podcast. I get to decide You're what I'm cut talking off. about. So, so therapeutic about taking out your cutting board every Sunday around 3 p.m. and you start to chop. You start to chop the celery, the carrots, the onions. It's like um, it's like a ritual. The one thing that's changed my game about like being able to make more soup because I used to not like eat the soup once I make it was getting Tupperware that's like the high yeah. quality glass kind with the spill proof locking lids. Those that is key because you will feel comfortable and you won't worry about spillage bringing soup for lunch with that. So first tip is make more soup. I promise you it'll make you feel better. It'll make you feel cozy leaning into winter. But the second tip, like tip 1B, is that you need the right Tupperware so that you're not worried about bringing it for lunch because it's so easy in the morning now. It used to take me like what? Like five, 10 minutes to make a sandwich, prep all this stuff. Now I just flop, flop. I just lunch lady style scoop soup into the Tupperware and it's good to go. 
editing Connie here. So I posted about this on my Instagram story. I love what's called improv soup. Basically, you just like clean out what's in your pantry and clean out what's in your fridge. Um, but one of our listeners, Darby, shout out Darby, I love her. She gave me the fantastic idea to do a segment on here <laughs> where like you guys could write in with like what's left in your pantry and fridge and I could help you concoct a soup recipe. So if you have anything left in your fridge that you need me to help you construct like a soup recipe for let me know send me a dm at dr connie wang on instagram i would love to help you out and i'll feature it on here so that's my soup tip fine what not what tip do you have um well i think you already kind of hit on it a little bit but try to you know make sure you have things kind of like planned out yeah once you start kind of feeling that tug of like oh i want to stay in bed a little bit more and i don't have as much energy you should be like you have to be like aware of it you have to be aware of it and you kind of have to like quickly like have like a spurt of energy to kind of get ahead of it be like okay like you know what i was just thinking what? you need to go to starbucks get your favorite holiday drink have a hit of caffeine and then text everyone you know so that right. way by the time the caffeine wears off everyone's gonna respond and be like hey yeah let's set something up and then you're like Ugh, i guess i have to set something up now yeah have you seen that meme that's like i have to deal with all the people i texted when i was caffeinated <laughs> yeah exactly. so like you gotta like you kind of gotta do that sometime well can i just say something yeah. If you're listening to this right now, I know what you're thinking. When you see something random and you think of your best friend and you reach for your phone and you're like, oh, I'm going to text them about this. I'm thinking of them. And then you stop yourself and think, wait, they're not going to care. This Like, no one cares. No one cares about me. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, that's a lie. I think we all kind of do it. We're all kind of like, this message isn't that important to send them. Like, I don't want to interrupt them. Well, and I'll tell you something. I think the voice in yeah. your head that kind of talks you out of it. Yeah is a lot louder mm-hmm. when you have a seasonal sads or a regular sads. Exactly. On. So I want you to know, first of all, that it's it's normal if you do have those voices saying, like, no one would care if I texted them. Like, they're probably not going to respond. Or, like, this doesn't make a difference in their life. Why should I bother? That's normal to think that, but you have to push through. All of us have those thoughts. But <laughs> what if everyone listening right now is like, Connie, you're sad. <laughs> no, but, like... If you have those thoughts, it's normal. Push past them. I promise you, someone will care about what you have to say. People will care about the little jokes and the texts you want to text them. It will only make their day. Anytime someone random texts me, it always brightens my day. I'm always like, oh my god, like good to hear from you. Thanks. I'm so glad you're thinking of us. Like, you know? Yeah. But then I don't know where to like take the That's okay, you don't have to. Do we make plans or is it just kinda I know what you do. We said hey and you either make plans or you use the emphasize button on the iMessage and you just leave it at emphasized. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> a lot of people emphasize on me. <laughs> you're like, that's what you're doing when I ask what dinner you want and you just emphasize it. Yeah, you're like, oh, I don't want to talk to this. You do the exclamation mark on iMessage. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then my last tip is when it is chilly... <laughs> This is such a little silly mm-hmm. tip. Cute accessories, okay? Because we don't have to be drab and dress in these like these like sleeping bag looking jackets, although they are kind of cute, um, like your parkas. Let's get earmuffs and gloves and boots and fleece lined tights and let's look cute this winter because the one thing that changed the game for me is fleece lined tights. It feels just like leggings, but you look just as cute and you can wear skirts and dresses out. That's the secret that all the hot girls haven't been telling me because I used to look at like people on Instagram and be like, how are you wearing a dress right now? It's like 30 degrees outside. And then I realized it's because it's fleece line tights. Gotcha. So that's 
real fast. <laughs> I like it. I appreciate your uh, enthusiasm. You at least act like you can apply it. You're like, gotcha. <laughs> I'm like, so like long underwear. Yeah, exactly. I Wait, do you? Undies. Since when? Um, I'm not making fun of anyone that does. Forever. Since when? I've just never seen you wear it. Like, it, it just like the kind of like really thin athletic kind that you would wear skiing. What? Everyone's I've never seen you wear gets, this. When it gets below like 10 degrees. Yeah. So, okay. One last thing I want to say. For some reason, nostalgia has been really helping me. Um, I've been watching a lot of like My Super Sweet 16. I don't know why. It just kind of helps me go this, to bed. Oh, and I've been reading the yeah. click books on my Kindle. Is that why I'm buying Pokemon cards Maybe. and Dragon Ball Z action figures? Oh my god, Jimmy, we're like reverting back to like 2006 us. You know what's kind of funny is there's something about the holidays that makes me kind of revert. Yeah, to my you become stuff. nostalgic. Because like, well, I think especially in college when you would have that whole month off yeah i feel it and it wasn't really enough time to like go work a job no you just so stayed you just at home kind of existed i and i feel like christmas time i think about that time still and i i kind of long for it yeah. and it's not there because i have to work all the time <laughs> you're now. like i'm a grown-up now but usually we get at least a week off somewhere in there you know we'll have a week mm-hmm. we get home and everything and i think i think that's where that nostalgia connection is because well, we do have one benefit yeah. that I was thinking about yeah. in the shower today. We have the benefit in that, like, okay, all of us listening to this right now, we're in our, like, early, like, 30s or, like, 20s-ish, like, late 20s, mid-20s, early 20s to 30s. We're not hosting the holidays yet, so we don't have the stress. In 10 years, my podcast titles are going to be, like, how to roast a chicken because your whole family's coming over, you know? Yeah. Like, right now, the current stage that us, you, me, all the listeners listening to this right now, you listening right now, all of us are in our not hosting yet era. So we can still mooch off of our parents. Some people might be in our in laws. Well, okay. A lot of us are like thinking about hosting. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not like like literally in ten years, all my ta- all my podcast episodes are gonna be like what to give your children when you're out of ideas and things like that, you know? Exactly. So we have to be thankful that we're not we don't have the pressure and the stress of hosting yet. You know what's so funny? At work when I'm making small talk with my patients, um, which, by the way, the week after Thanksgiving, excellent week of rapport for me and my patients because it's so easy to be like, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, like I went to Rhode Island to see my family. That's where I grew up. Like I've won so many people over just by dropping that I'm from Rhode Island. Because yeah, most people just have a nice Thanksgiving. Yeah, the... no, but like it's easy because like what am I going to small talk with someone about in like March, you yeah, know? it's like how was your weekend? They're like, well, my cat died. And now I'm here for a filling. So you tell me. <laughs> no, yeah. So like so Thanksgiving. Fill the void in my heart that <laughs> Charlie cost. <laughs> So the week after Thanksgiving, excellent fodder and small talk for your dentist. But um, where was I going with this? Oh, I played like all my patients this week because they were all like, I was like, so did you host or did you get to go? And they either tell me like, oh, I had to host, which I would emphatically be like, oh, it's the worst, right? Yeah, we got like a 22 pound turkey. I said we, not telling them that my mom was cooking it. Or they would be like, oh, I'm not hosting this year. Thank God. I'm like, thank God, right? I'm just mooching off of my parents. Like, it was just a good way to bond with my patients. Mm-hmm. Um, but they de- it definitely revealed how little I am. There are two things that tip off to my patients how young I am, besides, obviously, my glaringly young face. Just everything about <laughs> Everything you. about me. Um, one of them being that I don't host on the holidays. And then the second being that I still rent an apartment. Because <laughs> all of them are like, you're a dentist. Shouldn't you be able to like afford things like buying a house? And I'm like, not yet. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I think that's all I had was the nostalgia. 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 Uh, winters are cold, dry, and dark. So let's do everything to stay warm and cute, to stay moisturized and not dry, mm-hmm. and to stay 
full of light at our homes. Yeah. Oh, also, The Golden Bachelor, there's going to be a new episode, but we're not doing it until next week. We find out who ends up with Gary. Yeah, today's November 30th, right? Oh, we got to watch. I know. So, anyways. Can we watch live and we'll uh, put a couple clips up on. Oh, that's a good idea. Maybe we should just watch live and then just record our, our, our responses. I could probably insert it into the into the end of this episode. Okay, so if editing yeah, Connie yeah. is really sleepy tonight, then this will be the end of the episode. This is a pick-your-own-adventure. But if editing Connie tonight has a lot of energy, then keep listening. If this episode is longer than right now, that means editing Connie had energy and will insert clips of her reaction to The Golden Bachelor. But I think also by the time that this is up, what? we would have had, like, you could film us kind of, we could do a couple videos of our live reaction Give them a little reel tomorrow as this bonus content for the episode. Okay, well, editing Connie will think so about it. So we'll get it to you somehow. Either way, recording Connie has to pee. So we will talk to you guys later. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye. Bye.